This podcast is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, naturalbossnh.com, and New Hampshire Vape Gallery. More on that later. Let's get into episode 58 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. I want to say thank you to all the subscribers out there for watching, liking, sharing, rating, reviewing, all of those things. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. I want to say hi to all the new subscribers. And if you are new to the podcast, remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons, set those alarms so you know when all the new episodes upload, and share, 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 rate, and review. It is what helps this podcast grow and keeps me coming back week after week. So I greatly appreciate all of you doing that. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. That's right. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. So go to social media. Give the follow. And it's a great way to get some extra content throughout the week. Um, If you or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard, send it on over to the email. That's right. The official email of the podcast is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Maybe you just uh, reached a goal you were trying to get to. Well, let's talk about that. Like I'm saying this week and every week, whatever you want to talk about, put it in that subject line and we will get that dialogue started. And now with all of that out of the way, um, well, it's Monday afternoon. Yeah, another beautiful Monday. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. Um, It's just, I love it. You know, lately it hasn't been feeling like spring, right? We've just been waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. I mean, last night got a little chilly, but at least there's some signs that it's coming, you know? And I I don't know if this is just because I feel like we had kind of a mild winter, Um, you know? I definitely shoveled and snowblowed more than I wanted to, but I don't think it was that bad. So, therefore, I believe, you know, we're kind of in for a shitty spring and summer. I, that's usually the way it rolls out. If we don't have a hard winter, then we usually have a slow starting spring and an okay summer. So we'll just have to see how this year plays out. I don't know why I just did that. Um, but yeah, it's a beautiful Monday. It is uh, sometime in the afternoon as usual. And it is uh, May 10th. That's right, 2021, May 10th, 2021, yesterday was Mother's Day, Um, and when you watch this, it'll be Thursday, Um, so I hope you're having a good Thursday, we'll get that out of the way, Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's really nice to see the weather turning around, Um, and one of the things that I've noticed as I'm getting older, now that I'm in my 40s, you know, is just uh, the silly things that are so rewarding, like, oh, I don't know, mowing the lawn, right? I mowed my lawn last week uh, before surgery, which I'll get into in a minute, but um, 
right after I was done mowing, you know, got to enjoy how the lawn looked. I always love doing that. It's so it, it's rewarding when you own something and you do so or you do something, you take care of it, you update it. It's just always rewarding when you're done um, that projects behind you that uh, chore no longer has to be done. So, I, you know, I had to clean up the backyard, get that all ready, and then I had to mow the lawn before my surgery. And then the day of my surgery, which was Tuesday uh, last week, um, it rained. And I was, I was just like, yes, this is so rewarding. And I am also realizing that I am getting older because when, you know, cutting your lawn – and then having it rain is enjoyable. I, 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 I just see it as a sign of getting older. Like, you know, the things that used to excite me when I was a kid no longer excite me. I don't find half of the stuff I used to enjoy enjoyable. And the things that I get excited about or the things that I enjoy today, I'm just like, uh, this, is, this is too weird. You know, who thought that in my 40s I would be like, I hope it rains tomorrow because I just mowed my lawn, you know, because I don't water my lawn. I don't I'm not being environmentally friendly when I say I'm not watering my lawn. I am. I just don't water my lawn. I don't take care of it. I do, I do what I need to do to it and I just let it do its thing. So, you know, the things you need to do to your lawn, you got to do your edges. You got to rake. You got to uh, uh, keep it cut. And that, that's about it. That's it. That's what I do to my lawn. I don't spend any extra money on fertilizer, aerating. I know if I did, it would probably look better. But, I mean, it's green, and it looks decent, and uh, it's okay for me. So, I don't know. It was just really funny when I started thinking about it. I'm like, this is, this is where my life is going now. I'm just like, okay. Uh, I, I found, I, I don't know. It's just so weird to me now, uh, the things that I enjoy today, I'm just like, really, am I, is this just what happens to us as we get older? We just, I don't know if it's like finding the finer things in life or enjoying the finer things in life. And I think that means that like, you know, fine dining and, you know, expensive foods and nice clothes. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I just really enjoy a job well done um, and, the fact that, you know, my grass got cut and now it's getting watered. So um, it's going to be at least another week before I can mow my lawn um, and get back on the mats. And that's because I got my surgery done. So nasal canal collapse is fixed. I am so happy. It was almost, it was instantaneous. Like I woke up from my surgery and, uh, you know, disoriented, whatever, got home, and um, you could, I could already feel the difference. And uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but that's the repaired nostril. So, old nostril? Repaired nostril. It's absolutely the same now. And that 
was what was not happening. Uh, you know, that repaired side was acting like a trap door, closing and not allowing me to breathe in. And now uh, I will be able to breathe in and out of both nostrils without an issue. I am just so happy and so pleased. Uh, Dr. Spector at Dartmouth, absolutely amazing. Um, absolutely great. Uh, he's an amazing guy and a great surgeon. And he's done wonders for my breathing. I highly, highly recommend him. He's awesome. Um, I love all my doctors that I have now. It has taken me over six or seven years to get all of these people together. And um, I just have an awesome team uh, that is helping me better myself. And uh, I mean, I cannot wait until the stitches that are inside my nose dissolve and go away because then I will be able to get back on the jujitsu mats. I won't have to worry about dust and debris infecting my uh, cut. So I'll be able to mow my lawn and get back outside uh, and do do all the shit I got to do. But for now, I'm taking it easy. I'm not running. Um, I felt that that was uh, kind of stupid to do. Even though they said I could do it, I was like, you know what? I don't want to up my blood pressure. I don't want that. Because like as soon as you start running, your blood pressure goes up. It's all going to rush to the injury. And... Um, I mean, I I had sex last night, and I'm not saying that because it's exciting. That whatever, it's sex, right? And that happens. But what I realized was is afterwards the blood the 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 my blood pressure went up, and I felt pain in my nose, like all the blood pressure went to the injury, just like I knew it would if I went running. And I just had pain in my face for like five minutes because it's just, it's so much. So I made the right decision, I believe, for me. And I'm choosing not to run um, until probably the middle or end of this week. And I'm just giving my body the ample amount of time to heal. That's what's important. So uh, I, I knew that would happen, but I mean, I'm not going to not going to turn down my wife because of my nose, but I'm not going to inflict the pain on my face and to myself um, from running every single day. So I'm taking, I'm taking it easy. Um, I'm letting it heal. And as you heard, it's doing much better. Now the anesthesia this time is very interesting on my last uh, surgery back in September, I went over all the effects that anesthesia had on me. Fogginess, cloudiness, not being able to put together really like uh, a really good thought um, for at least 24 hours, but nothing much more than that. And I know anesthesia is different for everybody. Look, all of this medical stuff, all of the supplements, all of the diets, everything I talk about on here is different from person to person. What works for me doesn't work for you, possibly. But you don't know until you try it, right? So I um, had a lot of, I had a, tr I, I didn't have a lot. I had trouble uh, urinating and uh, this really kind of shocked me. Um, something about the anesthesia, uh, slowed 
down my my bladder or like as I pushed, I wasn't getting like a, a strong stream. And normally I get a strong stream. I don't know if you do, but I do. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? I'm like pushing as hard as I can. And it's just like, it's a stream, but it's just, it's not powerful. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just sitting here pissing and pissing and pissing. And it was so irritating. And it took about 24 to 36 hours before that went away. And, and now everything's working normally again. But I will tell you, that was so frustrating because I was just like, I mean, I'm one of those people that hates going to the bathroom. I don't find it enjoyable. I don't look at it as a place to get away or any of that. I literally hate going to the bathroom. If I didn't, if I could make it so that I never had to go to the bathroom, I would. But since there's no physical, there's no possible physical way to do that. So... I have to go to the bathroom, right? So it was just really irritating because it would, I'd have to be in there longer than I wanted to be in there. And it was just because of the anesthesia. And the anesthesia also, um, you know, took, uh, it took a while for me to be able to poop. Um, you know, uh, 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 it was like 24 hours. And then finally something came out. And I know there was a 12-hour fast in there, but that's usually not enough to cause a blockade. It was just a, 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 a it, was, it was a sign that the anesthesia, um, you know, hadn't worn off on my, like, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it goes through our entire body, right? That stuff's running in uh, through us. Um, so I, I just, I believe that it slowed down all my organs it, 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 it caused uh, everybody to kind of almost shut off in a sense. And it was like they were all trying to turn the engines back on. And it took a while for it to warm up. Um, but, yeah, so really weird, man. You know, when, you're, when you go to go to the bathroom and your shit's not, uh, well, not shit. But, yeah, when, you're, when you're, your parts are not working properly, you're like, oh, man, what is happening? And it's very frustrating and confusing and a little nerve-wracking, you know, for a moment or two. So I was like, all right, all right. So 24, 36 hours later, uh, we're, we're urinating again. We're, we're pooping fine. And um, I probably should have said that this was going to get a little gross in the beginning. But... Um, I, and, and, and so I go through all of this and then I have to start taking antibiotics and I've also got this like uh, neosporin type stuff, but it has uh, a little bit of pain relief in it. And, um, uh, uh, um, um, what the hell are those antibiotic in it? So I have to stuff that up in my nose and I have to smear it all over my stitches that are up in there. They, I got all, all kinds of stitches up in my nose right now. And they're going to dissolve, and they're going to fall out, um, which is really weird. But that's how this shit works. So I have to stuff that up in there, and then I had to also, I have to do it for another, well, today's Monday, so I got another five days that I have to put the goop in my nose um, and then I think, uh, yeah, yesterday was my last day, um, to take my antibiotics orally. 
So I had to, I, I I got an antibiotic I'm putting up my nose for 10 days and I had, I had an antibiotic that I had to eat for 5. I will say that the antibiotics that I had to eat were oh my god, screwing me up so bad. I mean, my stomach was rolling. Um it was like it, it was just the worst. I hate antibiotics almost as much as I dislike anesthesia. I don't like the way that anesthesia um, takes what I feel is like forever to finally leave your system. They say it leaves your system in three hours, which is fine. Nicotine, caffeine, all those things leave your body in three hours as well. But it doesn't mean that their effects have worn like off in your body. I, I, I truthfully believe that, yes, the manec- the molecular. I truthfully believe that the molecules and all that stuff is in and out of your system. But, I mean, you still, your body is still dealing with all of that. Excuse me. But your body is dealing with all of that for what I feel is a a, a lot longer. So, you know, when I take the antibiotics, it was just, everything was a mess. It was just a mess, and you can take that however you want, but super irritating. I actually thought for a moment, I was like, what am I eating? You know, I started going through my diet, and I'm like, wait a minute, nothing has changed. I'm like, I changed this product, and I changed that product, but it's not that far off from the product that I was using before. It's just I wanted something different. But, and then I realized it was the antibiotics, because, you know, when you go from not being able to do something to the body being able to do it again. And then all of a sudden what the body's supposed to be doing is not doing it correctly. You just start questioning stuff. At least I do. And I was like, Oh my God, what is going on? And I talked to uh, the doctor and he's like, Oh no, that's just the antibiotics. It's just messing with the gut and it's doing its job. So just keep taking the antibiotic because the antibiotic is going to make sure that your nose heals properly. Um, And, uh, you know, you'll get through the bowel movements. Once you're done with the antibiotics, you know, they're like, oh, it should take like a day or two. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, I fast for five days to reset up to help fix my gut biome. So the antibiotics have now like completely destroyed that um, so that they can do what they need to for my nose. And now I got to rebuild everything. So I was like, oh, my God, what a nightmare. So, I mean, last of the antibiotics was yesterday. Uh, The antibiotic that I'm putting in my nose should have no effect on my stomach whatsoever. It is just going in my nose. And then, um, you know, I, I, I... I, I got a Q-tip it, and I got saline solution that I have to spray up my nose four or five times a day. So I apologize for the stiffles, stuff like that. But it's like I basically just have a runny nose right now consistently. But I will have to say, compared to having my deviated septum fix, this was a cakewalk. I mean, same day, I'm at home. You know, uh, it was great. I, I, I had surgery at like 7.30 in the morning. I was home by 10.30. I mean, you couldn't ask for a surgery to be uh, any earlier. I, I was kind of complaining last week that it was so early in the morning. 
But then when I got home at 10.30 in the morning and everything was done and I didn't have to leave that couch or whatever, I was so happy. I got the whole day to figure out all my stuff. And then I had all Wednesday to, you know, get the gooping of the stitches and figure it all out before I had to go back to work. So it really, really worked out very well. Their scheduling worked out really well for me, and I didn't think it was going to. So just the overall whole experience was 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 great. And now the healing process is so much faster. I mean, last time I it was it was two weeks before I even got the stints out of my face. And then once the stints came out of my face, then I had another two weeks after that before I could get on the mats. So I was off the mats for four or five weeks. This time, I might be looking at three weeks at max, which is not bad. I mean, that's minimal amount of time of being off the mats. Uh, minimal, you know, um, I, I could probably, I go running a week after surgery. So like I said, after Tuesday... I should be able to start running again. I won't have to worry about the blood pressure and all that because now we're a week in. Um, but uh, just so much easier to deal with. You know, it's very interesting to uh, look at the stitches inside my nose. I don't know if anybody, if you can see it, but if I look directly at the camera, eh, probably not. It's a bad picture, but... On on the side that was operated on. Now I have a line that kind of goes down the side of it, um, but didn't really. It, you, I think you can tell. I think you can tell that it's just not as dippy anymore. It's not bad. It's lifted, which is exactly what you want. That's how your nose works. Um, but it didn't really change. The shape or anything of my nose. All we did was get the function back. So whatever this surgery makes my nose look like after it's healed, that's it. Now, if you're doing this or thinking about doing it, he did ask me if I cared what my nose looked like when he was done. And me being 42 almost, I was like, no, I don't care what my fucking nose looks like. I just want to be able to breathe out of both nostrils. And he said, okay, in that case, I can do your surgery, no problem. Otherwise, they have to get a plastic surgeon to come in to do this surgery. And it's twice the price, I'm sure, if not three times, because now they're making sure that your nose looks good and they're fixing the structure. So I was just like, no, I don't care what it looks like I just want it to function and uh, so because of that I have you know a new line that goes down it and um, you know this uh, right on the tip is actually pushed up a little bit so it it has a little bit of a change to it but I think once the swelling goes down because he said that it might, uh, most of the swelling should be gone in about a week and a half um, should still see some swelling for at least a week and a half is what he told me and I said, okay, that's fine. But, yeah, well, basically what I got on my face now is what I'm going to have forever. 
You know, and I think it looks a little bit better than it did. So I'm happy. You know what I mean? I'm super happy that I did this. Um, I was I was at jujitsu this morning. Speaking of getting back on the mats, I am a true believer of even though I can't be on those mats, right? I wanted to go to class. And the reason I'm saying this is because I can't participate in class, right? So... My wife's question was, why do you want to go to class? And I'm like, well, class is more than just participating. I got so much out of today's class without even stepping on the mats. And that's what it's about because I'm using my brain. I'm, I'm there, but I'm not participating. So therefore, all I can do is listen and watch. So... If you are doing jujitsu or whatever, whatever you're doing, if you're really, really into it and you're injured or something's keeping you from being able to uh, do what you want to do, you should always ask the teacher, the instructor, the professor, whatever, if you can sit in because, yeah, you can't be there fully but at least you can be there. Now, I'm luckily uh, luckily enough, our school allows you to do this. So, you know, I had to give myself, you know, a bunch of days off from the surgery before I could do this, obviously. But now being six days in from the first week, I felt comfortable, you know, sitting in, in, in class, sitting in a chair, not worried about what I needed to do with my nose. I know how to take care of it now, and we just need to get through the healing process. But I got to sit in. It was great. I took some great pictures. I'm going to put them up on Instagram. I got a great picture with my, uh, with my professor, and I got to see uh, somebody get a stripe today. And that was awesome. Now, I can only go to class like this on Mondays. Like if I'm just going to watch, I can only do it on Mondays. The other days I got to get some other stuff done and I'm just utilizing my time. But this allows the game to stay fresh in my mind. I may not be capable of getting back on those mats. I may not be capable of getting back, um, um, getting, getting to class to getting to every class to watch but I'm doing it once a week, getting involved, seeing everybody, uh, listening, and, um, you know, participating how I can. You know what I mean? While you're sitting on the bench. Um, but I say that this is a really, really good way to keep doing what you're doing. Even when you can't do it. It's a great, great thing. I mean, whatever you're doing, going, watching, and listening will help you almost just as much as going, watching, listening, and then participating. So going and listening, watching without participating allows me to keep my schedule going, right? I know that I have to go there every Monday morning. So I just go and I listen Monday morning. Now, I know I should continue this on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but unfortunately, it's just not something I'm capable of doing until I'm fully healed and I can actually participate in class. 
but getting one in a week, keeping it fresh in the mind. I mean, the moves that they were doing today were awesome. I learned a few tricks, um, but, you know, there was a lot of stacking today. Like, so even though I was super jealous that, like, I wasn't jealous. I was super, like, I wanted to get on those mats, and then I saw what they were doing, and I was like, oh, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. A lot of, lot of, lot of smash pass, a lot of, you know, inverted, and that would not be a good thing for me. So it was, it was just great. I, I recommend it to everybody. If there's something that you love and you're limited to what you can do with it, just do the part that you're limited to. At least then you're still exercising it. You're still involved in it. And it keeps your schedule. You don't let that fall out of place. And then when you are 100%, it's that much easier to go back to class, to get back into running. You know, I've said this uh, time and time again. If you want to, like, if you get sick or something, but you're used to getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, but then you get injured and you can't run and you can't do these things or you had surgery... I still get up at six as if I'm going to run, as if I'm going to do this, as if I'm going to do this. And I'm not doing those things, but I'm still getting up at the same time to make sure that when I am 100% and I'm back into these things, that I am still getting up at the same time. I'm still capable of making that run. Nothing has changed. A lot of times when people get injured or they get sick, They change their whole schedule because they're injured or they're sick. And then their world falls apart. They can't get back into work. They can't get back into here. They can't get back into this because they literally have done nothing. They've fallen off completely. And now what are you supposed to do at that point? It's too hard to get back into the swing of things. You see what I'm saying? So if you always stay in the swing of things, whether you're 100% or not, I, I find it so much easier for myself to just get back on the horse, in a sense. And then I'm back in jujitsu. You know, same time every Monday. And, yeah, I can't go to jujitsu on Wednesday, and I can't do it on Thursday, but... I'm still up at the same time. I'm still telling myself, okay, it's 740 on Thursday, time to go to jujitsu. You know what I mean? So I keep that fresh in my mind. I let myself remember this is what I'm up for. This is what I'm doing. And just because I'm not capable of doing it doesn't mean that I just sleep until 8 o'clock in the morning. Like that's not what you do. If you want to sleep in, then you should probably go to bed earlier. That's my rule. I always get up at 6. If I sleep in, I get angry with myself first off because that's unacceptable to me. And it also puts me behind in the morning. But also, I now have to, um, you know, keep myself discipline i'm up at six that's the end of the story so if you want more sleep go to bed earlier go to bed earlier stop staying up and watching the tv shut the video games off shut the youtube off shut me off i don't care whatever you got to do if you don't feel like you're getting enough sleep 
and you're like, oh, I just keep hitting that snooze button, hitting the snooze button. Maybe you're not going to bed early enough, you know? And maybe you should start doing that. I've been going to bed between 10.30 and 11 now. Fuck midnight. I gave up on going to bed at midnight. I have to do it every now and then, but not anymore. I go to bed 10.30, 11 o'clock. It's awesome. Now I get up at 6 almost regularly, and I'm getting more sleep now. Instead of 6 hours, I'm now getting 7 So if I could just get my ass to bed at 9.30, which is really hard after you get home at 9. So usually by 10.30, 11 o'clock is where I finally like calm down and alchemated to being at the house and, you know, I'm out of work. I don't get home until like 9.05. So now, you know, I'm just going to bed about an hour earlier. I'm gaining that extra sleep on that end. Instead of hitting the snooze button and catching it on the other side and making myself late and not being able to finish things in the morning and just feeling like I'm running behind and to alleviate all that stress and all that anxiety, I just go to bed earlier. It actually helps a ton. So that's that's where I'm at. You know, this week uh, was gr- uh, the surgery was great. I'm looking forward to getting back on the mats, and I'm not falling out of my schedules. Just not doing it. And um, so how was everybody's weekend, huh? It was the weekend. I have to say, I don't have much to talk about about my weekend, but it was a great Mother's Day. And the reason I don't have that much to talk about on the weekend is because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm running a vape shop. So I'm not leaving the vape shop. I'm just dealing with customers all day. And who wants to hear me talk about my customers? Well, no one. So I don't really have too much to talk about. But Sunday was great. It was a beautiful day, um, except for towards the evening. It cooled off pretty decently. Um, But you know, uh, it was Mother's Day, so happy belated Mother's Day to everybody out there. I hope you had a great one, um, and, um, you know, me and my wife, we had to do a lot of driving compared to last year where we went absolutely nowhere, um, so it was nice, you know, uh, holidays, always the same for us, always driving around, got to go to this house, got to go to that house, got to go to this house, got to go to that house, everybody's got kids. I give it up to all of you. Like, think about it. Without mothers, none of us would be here. This whole planet would not be here, right? You know, I know you need a guy to make the baby happen. I get it. But if it wasn't for the mothers, there would be, like, literally no people. And that's pretty incredible. Like, the guy does a little but he doesn't do a lot. And me being a guy, I know that to be true. It ha- it, it, it's just the, it's the facts, right? I know we have to be there to plant the seed, and I have a feeling in the future, the planet could possibly just function with women because eventually those sperm banks are going to be so filled 
that like, you know, you could probably just go shopping for the other piece to make a baby. And you don't even need a relationship with a guy. You know, I, I have a feeling that someday we're going to be so advanced that like robots will be taking care of the kids and it's just going to be a whole thing. That's that's what's going on in my brain. I'm like Jetsons. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jetsons. That's what I'm thinking of. But mothers are a great thing, you know, and it was a great day. And I just started thinking about how it'd be so crazy. Like, where would we be without mothers and women and stuff like that? We would be non-existent, you know, same as if we had absolutely no men on the planet, we would still be non-existent. Um, but they're just more important. They're the ones that are carrying us around when we're nothing. And then, you know, they carry us around until we're something. And then they pop us out. And I, I, I think off the top of my head, you know, I'm thinking that like 80% of mothers are good, where the 20% are not so good. And on the male side, it's like, I don't know. I really am I'm shooting here. But it, it seems like almost 50 to 60% of the guys out there don't even give a shit about their fucking offspring these days. It's crazy to me. And where I had, where me and my wife wanted to have kids but had complications and found out we couldn't, it makes me so angry when I hear of people who don't want to take care of their kids. It really makes me angry and it really makes me sad because you have something that some of us try so hard to get and we don't and you did so little you got it and then you don't even want it. I want to hurt those people. I really do. I really want to hurt those guys. I think those people are such pieces of crap, you know? And, 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 and women have done it as well where they'll have a baby so that they can trap the guy, but then the guy doesn't want the baby and the girl doesn't want the baby. And that is just such a sad scenario for the baby. But I'm going off here. I'm, I'm, I'm trailing. I'm uh, getting a little long in the tooth about something silly. But, no, the Mother's Day was great. I was excited about it. We had uh, planned it all out, you know, got to go to mom and dad's on my side. And then, of course, we got to jam over to my sister's. And then we got to go up to uh, her sister's. And then we're going, uh, no, we got to go up to her mom's. And then we're going to her brother's. So it was a whole day of driving, and it was just a great day I'm, I'm hoping everybody else's mother's day was great but it was just awesome you know got to see my mom talk about a bunch of shit you know she opened up her gifts and then after that we're going and hanging out with my sister and there's all kinds of stuff going on there and it was just a great day uh over there the kids are playing everybody's running around and then and it was like as soon as uh you know the the house started filling up with people you know, because the parties were starting around 3, 4 o'clock. Uh, I was like, we had to jam out of there and then drive up north and um, and then go to the other gatherings. And then we finally got to eat around 
5 or 6 o'clock last night, which there was uh, 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 ribs, you know, uh, pork ribs, and then there was steak, and there was chicken. And there was all kinds of stuff I wasn't supposed to eat. And it had been so long since I've had spices like that and marinades and stuff. So, you know, me being me, I brought my digestive pills, you know, and uh, I ate those before I ate any food um, to have less complications this morning. And it was just, it was it was awesome. I got to see my brother-in-law's house for the first time. I mean, I think they've lived in it for almost two years at this point. Um, so I don't really get out. I mean, I, I know we had COVID, but my problem is, is I don't get out enough. Anyways, I get trapped in my projects or I trap myself in my projects and I'm like, Oh, this is more important than going here and doing this and doing these things. And I'm starting to realize that even though these things are important to me, that is also important to me being around family being around the nieces and nephews you know when you show up somewhere you know you haven't been around that much when you see somebody that you know and they're like who are you and that happened to me yesterday it was my it wasn't like a who are you but it was like oh nice to see you again you know i think i've seen you like once or twice before and i'm like okay like, I'm not around that much. Like, uh, you know, a couple of the younger nephews were like, I don't know who this guy is. You know, so that was kind of painful. But at the same time, COVID, lockdowns, bunch of bullshit. So we're all trying to recuperate from that complete loss of a year. You know, we're not going to have a complete loss of the year this time around. But it's still not going to, I'm not going to be treating it like COVID doesn't exist. Let's put it that way. But I'm definitely going out, doing more things, and I need to take the time to get involved in everything besides what I'm involved in personally. And that's what I got out of yesterday. Um, you know, I had to just take a look at what was going on and the fun that I was having and just chatting it up with everybody and realizing that I have been missing so much and I kind of want to bring a lot of that back but you know I, I do also have a lot going on and I'm doing a bunch of stuff and you know work never really shut down for me um, and that's great because it did for a lot of other people but this is bringing me to my next thing, which is time. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I love this website. I will tell you this always. It is amazing. Look at these new board shorts. I'm telling you, these things are great. The colors, the prints, the designs. You got the tiki's. You got the monkey. You got the tiger. Look at these new hats. Look at them. I love this one. Look at this, huh? That is a beautiful hat. I tell you, their embroidery is top notch, man. They've got it all. You name it, they're printing on it. They're embroidering it. Sweatshirts, sweatpants, a sweatshirt without a hood. I mean, these things are great. Look at the surf bug shirt. I love it. Oh, man, look at these new prints, new designs, women's leggings, gloves, 
skateboards. Oh, it just goes on and on and on. And they are just high quality, beautiful designs and just great, great uh, products. So you can only get this stuff here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. I love these guys. Organic made products are awesome. They're just awesome. And I use them all the time. Salve, dry skin. Hand sanitizer, can't live without it. And then you got your lip balm, beard oil, and a foot and body soak. That is just great for melting those uh, stressful, tiring days of work right off of you. Um, so you can only get this stuff here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Get one or all five of those products today and help support small business. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. You can always come in our store provided you wear a mask because COVID's not gone. And give us a call, 603-814-4171. I Love this vape shop because, well, I work at it. I love it because I work at it. I run it. I know it. And what I know is, is we have it all. We've got all the best products. We've got them in stock. We've got them all the time. Dependable disposables is what you need today. That's right. Dependable. Something that's not going to die on you. 2,500 puffs for these Escobars. They are amazing. I love them. Mesh coil, they hit for days, if not an entire week sometimes. Absolutely amazing for the price. Brand new hide flavor. Tropical gummy. Oh, I love it. 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 It's so amazing. There's not too many hide flavors that I am like, gotta have it. This one, gotta have it. Tropical gummy fire flavor. And you can only get it at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. That's right. Along with your mods, your coils, and whatever else you're looking for. Come and see us at New Hampshire Vape Gallery where you can talk to an expert who knows what they're talking about. That's the best part of New Hampshire Vape Gallery located in Seabrook, New Hampshire at 180 Lafayette Road, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week. That's right, seven days a week, 10.30 to 8 p.m. You're more than welcome to come in our store always and give us a call, 603-814-4171. I look forward to seeing you there. And now, back to the show. Time has been crazy lately, so it's like, if I thought I was busy <clears throat> before when we were all locked down, right? So now you during lockdown, it was find things to do. Keep busy. Don't let the mind wander. So it was start a podcast, uh, get gym equipment, uh, make sure your Zoom's all set up for jujitsu class. Uh, now we're going to start running. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're doing this. You know, so you're adding all these things in. And you don't have anything else to do because you're not really supposed to be going anywhere. 
Well, now that as things are getting open, I'm still doing all of those things. But now we have to start doing the things we were doing before. And I'm finding that a little difficult to deal with right now. Um, it's a little overwhelming. Uh, I have to really uh, figure things out. You know, now it's like it's just so many things going on and it's feeling busier and busier. And it was like, okay, when it was all wide open, I felt busy. I had everything under control. But like when you get sick or injured and you stop doing all the things that you were doing, trying to get back into those things is very difficult. Well, now it's time to get back into visiting people, having parties, going over people's houses, hanging out again, right? All these things are coming back. People are getting vaccinated. Uh, people are... Um, already had COVID, they're not worried about it anymore. So this thing is evolving and it's getting easier to live with, right? That's what we're going to have to do. It's not going anywhere. We're going to have to learn to live with it. And we're learning how to live with it now. But now I'm like, I've got so much stuff going on, I can't go anywhere. And I'm like, oh shit. I never prepared for going back out. I never prepared for hanging out with anybody more than I did right then, right now. And I was like, oh, no, we have to get used to this again. I bet you people are going to have Christmas parties, and we're going to have this, and we're going to have that, and there's going to be all kinds of stuff. So th these are the things that I didn't think to prepare for. And now it seems like I was super busy, then I made myself busy, but now the super busy is coming back and I'm still trying to keep myself busy. So I just feel like time is going by even faster. And I don't know. I get it. I'm 42 years old. So uh, the amount of time is closer than this. So everything seems shorter and it's not. It's the same amount of time. It's just like when you're young, you're so far away from it. You, it seems like it takes forever to get there. I miss those days. I miss those days a lot. I wish <laughs> days seemed longer. I wish days uh, lasted. I wish I had more time. I really wish I had more time. Like, I'm recording this podcast now. I usually have a bunch of stuff to do after it, but instead I have to go to the store for my wife and for this and that. And it's just a whole thing. And I'm like trying to add that in and then make the time for it and then get home and still be able to do what I need to do tonight for work tomorrow, Thursday and Friday and Saturday. So it's just like a whole thing that I don't think of. And it's just, it, it like, oh, we got to get back out there. Right. So it, it's, it's going to be challenging and I'm always up for a challenge. But the thing is, is that sometimes you just have to um, you got to stick with it, right? You got to stick with certain things. And when you don't do those things anymore, if it's something that you're going back to, you want to keep it in your schedule. 
And I'll tell you, I spent so much time just worrying about myself that I didn't prepare myself for going back out and hanging out and doing more things. So I completely tapped out my schedule so that I was always busy. And now I have to make room for more. So, but uh, does anybody else feel that way? Anybody else feel like, uh, stuff with the stuff starting to open up? It's a little overwhelming, um, because you've given yourself so much to do, or have you taken this opportunity to basically do nothing? And now you're just excited to finally get back out there. Or, uh, maybe, you were doing all of it. You were doing more for yourself because of lockdown, and you were still seeing, visiting, and doing all those things. You know, everybody's on a different uh, aspect, a different um, level on this, of course. But I was just, like, curious about that, you know, see what you were doing, how your weekend went, how the Mother's Day was. Send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com, and uh, we can definitely shout that out. Um, before we get into my next segment, I want to give a shout out to Tyler Crane. If you've watched the last two conversations that me and Tyler had, uh, you'll know who he is. If you don't, well, there'll be another podcast in the future, but I need to give him a shout out. Giant pat on the back. Today is two years with no alcohol for him. And I am super happy with him. I told him today when um we were in class, well, when we went when we got home from class and stuff, we were talking about it, but two years without alcohol. It that is great. That is an accomplishment. It's very good. It's what he needed in his life. And when uh, we sit down for the next conversation, we're gonna get into it. Um, I kind of wanted to have a conversation about, you know, past alcohol. Um, things and where we are today with it. So we're going to get something like that set up. It'll be fun. Um, but yeah, two years, man. I told him I do, you know, month to month. I'm like, yep, another month. That's a check mark. But a year, every year is a pat on the back. That is a great job. It's sometimes more difficult than others. And as you get further and further away from it, I feel it does get easier but it's an accomplishment, you know? Um, so I wanted to give him a shout out there. And now we're going to move on to current events. And I'm going to keep these current events uh, kind of short today. Uh, because I, I was so excited. Everything went exactly how I wanted it to last time. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I am talking about my favorite show. No, I'm just kidding. I am talking about American Idol. This is a show that has grabbed my attention. It has had stories that have made me cry. And I have gotten attached to a bunch of these people. Right? I'm invested in their story, which makes their progress even more enjoyable today. Well, last week I talked about feeling robbed by American Idol and feeling like my votes were faked. Or they weren't, yeah, I felt like my votes were faked. And this week, yesterday, actually yesterday, they did not let us down. 
They did not let us down. They made me feel like my votes mattered. They sucked me back in because they finally did what I thought they should have done last week. And maybe I was wrong, but I don't feel like I was. Um, But we got our top five. And I have to say, now, I'm not bashing this guy. Arthur, if you hear this, I'm sorry. I think you're a good singer. You got potential. You just weren't top seven material. And that's all I got to say about it. But I am happy that you did get eliminated because I did not feel you were top seven. So, therefore, I never believed you were going to make top five. And you didn't. So, spoiler alert, top five, super excited. I voted for every single one of these uh, individuals. I was giving them a 10 out of 10, and now we have to chop it down again next Sunday. But, oh, man. Uh, and I have to, I do have to say that what I believe um, is I truthfully believe that Willie Spence is going to take this one all the way. I, I, it's tough. It's tough because Willie is amazing. His voice is amazing. His his range is insane. And then you have uh, <clears throat> Grace. So these are my top two. And I know that's probably like jumping the gun a little bit. But I truthfully believe that one of these two is it's going to be the battle because she's got an amazing voice, amazing range, just amazing. And Willie has got the same, like, what is it called? Like they're, they're not the same, but they're the same. Like he's doing highs, lows. She's doing highs, lows. They got giant, like, just lungs on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the best way I can describe it. I don't know singing. I don't know music. Uh, I don't know much of anything. But I do know how invested I am in these two stories and these two artists. Their music is phenomenal. Their voices are amazing. And I think this is going to be the battle. Obviously, we'll find out uh, more after next week once we vote again. But... um. I think that's who it's going to be. Hunter got knocked out, and so did Arthur. So now we're down to Grace, Caleb, Willie, uh, Chance, and uh, Casey. And Casey has a very good fight in her. I'm not saying she doesn't. Very amazing for a... What is she, fucking 15? It's crazy. Like, her voice is amazing. The way she brought it out on stage to her she's more of a rock and roll person so she ended up doing um Alanis Morstat one of Alanis Morstat songs last night and she fucking killed it because they've been doing all these songs that she's not really into but she's got to do it for the competition but then you see that she finally gets to pick a song because it was the Mother's Day song so they each got to pick a song that they wanted to sing to their 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 moms and she sang it, and you could tell. You could tell. She was all over the stage. She was loving it, jumping, bam, 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 just blasting the song out and killing it, turning it into her own and making it sound great. And she's another great competitor. That's why these people are top five. 
That's why. The, every single one of these uh, uh, contestants I, I, are just phenomenal. And that's why I was so upset last week because this is the type of stuff that we should be talking about when we're talking about a top seven or a top five. We shouldn't be talking about somebody who just kind of got thrown in there for some airtime. And I just wanted to make it very clear that I don't mean any ill will or hate towards that gentleman, Arthur, but I do have to say, man, you know, I'm glad we could all move on from this, but I voted for every single one of these guys. Um, 10 out of 10. These were my five picks. So at the end of last night's show, I felt like my vote got heard. That could just be a mirage. They could be pulling the wool over my eyes. It may still all be set up from American Idol, and this is exactly what they wanted to do in the first place because they were like, oh, we got people so angry, they're definitely going to tune in next week. So all the things that could be going on, you know, between producers, the show, and, of course, us as the viewers, it was just awesome awesome episode and uh i am so excited for next week and i know it's kind of lame but i'm loving it i'm enjoying it and uh you know the stories get me every time and those two in particular willie and grace i think is gonna end up being the battle um you know so we'll we'll see what happens. I haven't quite decided on my number one pick yet, but I was happy to see my top five get picked. And uh, now I'm excited for next week. So, And my last one this week is the Chinese rocket update. Anybody else hearing about this shit? Now, I don't know anything about the rocket. I don't know anything about anything. All I know is that I got a news clip sent to my phone that said that there was a possible debris falling from the sky from a Chinese rocket, and they don't know where it's going to land. Then I look it up, and now it's uh, up updated. Um, it looks like the debris splashes down in the Indian Ocean, um, latest update at 1236, the rocket has re-entered Earth's atmosphere and fell into the Indian Ocean north of Maldives. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I, I think I'm saying that, that right. Maldives. Uh, latitude 22.2. Longitude 50.0. According to the update from Space Track. Um, everyone else is following the long March 5B reentry. can relax. The rocket is down. You can see all the relevant information updates here on Twitter, Facebook. So there's no need to keep visiting the spacetrack.org website. We believe the uh, a rocket went down in the Indian ocean, but are awaiting. Oh, but are waiting on official data. So... The official China Airspace Science and Technology Corporation, meanwhile, said on Weibo, it had re-entered the Earth's atmosphere at 10.24 p.m. ETA has provided coordinates. Um, these coordinates would put it in the northern Indian Ocean near Maltese. 
I think that's how you say that. M-A-L-D-I-V-E-S. It's either Maltives or Maltives, something like that. Um, says most of the rocket debris obliterated and destroyed during re-entry. Oh, good. Microsoft Office is opening. Oh, crap. All right. We'll have to fix that later in the editing. Um, update 8.24 p.m. The re-entry window has shifted between 9.11 and 11.11 with projected landing now in the Mediterranean Basin. Wow. Update 503, latest data from U.S. Space Force is now a re-entry for rocket body to just two hours, 9 to 11. Computer projections show that if the debris were re-entered the atmosphere at exactly 10.04 p.m. on Saturday, it likely would be over the North Atlantic Ocean, though the location varies minute to minute. Space Force won't know the precise landing location until after the rocket body has landed. What? So did it land? Uh, predictions for when the Chinese rocket debris uh, expected to land and narrowing the section of the part of the rocket called Chinese Long March 5B, which launched module of the country's first Permanent space station into orbit last week. Officials have been tracking the rocket's body uncontrolled return to Earth for several days now, estimating when it might re-enter. Uh, the rocket body re-entry is currently projected anywhere between 7.30 and 1.30, 7.30 p.m. and 1.30 a.m., according to the latest U.S. Space Force data. Um, projected for possible orbits, re-entry, play three over water, over land, potential, oh, re-entry and play three over water and over land. Potential landings over land are subject to change, but currently include southeastern U.S., Mexico, Central America, the Caribbean, Peru, uh, Ecuador, Colombia, Venezuela, parts of southern, uh, southern Europe, much of Northern and Central Africa, the Middle East, Southern India, and Australia. Man, that's a giant, giant fucking window of where this thing could fall. Now, did it fall? Did it, is it back? Um, since the rocket section is moving 18,000 miles <laughs> an hour experts won't be able to estimate re-entry location until a few hours before it happens people can follow the latest time which is working with the u.s space force on tracking debris the massive rocket body measures 98 feet long 16 point feet wide and weighs 21 metric tons jesus christ are you fucking kidding me i didn't know any of this um, according to the Aerospace Corpor- Corporation, a nonprofit that platforms technological uh, analysis and assessments for a variety of the government, civil, and commercial customers. Um, let's see. Instead of falling downrange during the launch, the empty rocket body reached orbital velocity, which placed it in an exceptional orbit around the earth where it is being dragged towards an uncontrollable re-entry. 
Wow. Wow. I'm going to play this short clip. I don't know if I'll play it. I'll probably just play the whole thing. It's about a minute long, but I'm hoping this guy uh, says something that makes a little bit more sense about this. But, man, oh, man, this is crazy. This was May 8th. 2021 that's when this article was written so here we are uh well two and a half days later um so i'm hoping it seems like it's well it says debris splashes down in indian ocean so let's just listen to the clip be plummeting back to earth Meteorologist Rob Marciano is here with the very latest. Rob, good morning. Hey, Whitwell, the world has been anxiously watching and waiting for this moment. And overnight it happened. That Chinese rocket, the Long March 5B, as it's called, finally came crashing back down to Earth. Now, the Chinese uh, space agency says it happened around 1024 last night. The debris re-entered the atmosphere over the Maldives, landing in the Indian Ocean. But the U.S. space agency says their calculations say it happened over the Arabian Peninsula. Now, so we don't know exactly... Uh, where it happened, but we hope most of it burned up upon re-entry, because this thing is this, it's massive. Some of the biggest space junk ever to re-enter the atmosphere. It's 10 stories tall, 23 tons. People all over the world were watching it. This is some video out of Fuji City, Japan. Now, you may remember when they launched this thing back in the end of April, normally these rocket boosters fall back down to Earth, but this one got caught up in orbit, and it's part of a big problem, really. We've got 20,000 pieces a space junk flying around there at over 17,000 miles per hour. Just Jesus unbelievable Christ. to get your head around. Dan? It is a problem, no question wow, about it. Wow, that is crazy. You know what that means, deal right? With going there forward. is Rob, more thank you very space much. trash out there. We begin there tonight with that breaking that, news. Um, there's more space trash out there, right? Isn't that fucking wild? So all of this space trash is floating around us. And like this rocket, it has the chance of getting into a gravitational pull and being pulled back into our atmosphere and then fired upon us like a fucking cannon. And it could hit anywhere. So we, this is the first time that like, you know, something like this has done this is what i'm assuming i've never heard of this shit i think the more that we go on in life the 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 you know all these predictions that we all thought were just you know theories or stories they actually turn out to be fucking true so we've got all this space trash that has the chance the potential to get into a gravitational pull and be thrown down upon us so Oh, my God, this is crazy. How, like, if that thing was 10 stories and 23 tons, how big is the other trash that's up there? How big is, like, what is up there? Like, makes me really want to know what trash is circling us that has the potential to come back down and maybe cause some havoc, right? That is so crazy. Oh, Man, blew my mind. I've never heard of this happening before, and I was just like, I love this stuff. I love the space stuff. You know, I'm, I'm in, I, I don't, I'm not too into aliens and stuff like that. But I love the rocket ships and the going to Mars. And that is the end of the current events. Super excited. You know, I love the space stuff. Um, 
you know, really looking forward to seeing where we get to. Um, but I would be a little worried about that space trash, right? Shit is wild, ladies and gentlemen. All the things they used to talk about when we were kids. All the... They used to tell us about this when we were when we were kids in school. They were like, they would tell us. They were like, there is space debris up there, and at some point in time, it could come crashing down on us. And uh, we were all kind of like, you know, when is that going to happen? Probably not in my lifetime. Well, here we are. So let's see what happens. But I want to. That is the podcast today. I want to thank everybody for watching. Um, uh, thank you for being here with me this week. I hope you enjoy your Thursday. I hope you enjoy your weekend coming up. And um, I'm just always so excited to be here. This is always a pleasure to do. Um, it really is a way for me to get my thoughts out and deal with my issues. So um, I. I I'm so glad that it's helping people out there. Um, remember, uh, if you're new to the podcast, you need to subscribe. Very important. Rate, review, share. Hit those alarms so you know when all the new episodes upload. Super important. And I appreciate everybody who does and who I appreciate everybody who is helping this podcast grow week after week. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it's just such a, it's a privilege. This is a privilege and I am very happy to have this privilege in my life. I'm super excited about it and I'm feeling better and better about it every week. Um, but yeah, send in your, your rate review, your comments, do it all. I love it. Keep it coming. If you or someone, you know, has a story that needs to be heard, send it on over to the email. If you've Got an accomplishment that you made. Maybe you started something. Whatever you want to talk about. It could be anything that I talk about or it could just be anything and we can talk about it. Send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. The official email of the podcast. And we'll get that dialogue started. I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you out there. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. That's all social media. They go there. Hit the follow button. Great way to get some extra content throughout the week. And again, that is Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. All right. So uh, again, I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you have a great Thursday. And... I'll talk to you later.